How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Aztec Sportscast here on KCR College Radio. It's not just any edition of Aztec Sportcast, Sportscast. It's the semester finale of Aztec Sportscast right here on KCR College Radio, the award-winning sound of state. Andrew Vargas and Brevin Honda here. How's it going, Andrew? Doing good. We got another Friday in the books. It's obviously another great San Diego Friday to be a part of. Um, plenty of sports to talk about. We've got... We're going to talk some Aztec sports um, news from basketball and football. We're going to talk some Padre baseball. We're going to talk some baseball. Um, with this being our last show, what's going to happen this summer, um, the trade deadline um, in July. We're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk about awards, draft, and free agency. So, Andrew, go ahead and take it away. So, I'm going to start up with the women's track and field. They're going to be at the Mountain West Outdoor Championship, which begins Wednesday and goes throughout until on Saturday and the women's golf they'll be at the NCA regionals on May 6th which is Monday all the way through Wednesday May 8th um, from that location they're going to play at the Temple uh, I'm sorry Tumble Creek Golf Course in Clemo Washington and from that the reason why it's on Clemo Washington is because you know obviously it's close to uh, Washington and uh, Brevin I'm going to pass it back to you to uh, Ro- our women's rowing team yeah. All right. Speaking of rowing, um, their head coach, um, Bill Zack, he won the um, he he was the WIRA Western Intercollegiate Rowing Association Coach of the Year. So congrats to him. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his first as an Aztec coach and the third of his career. Um, and the rowing team they have a match up against UCSD and USD tomorrow at seven a.m. out in Mission Bay before they head out. Um, to Oklahoma City for um, their championships they have on May 19th. A few, let's head back to the Mesa now where a few games uh, through softball and baseball. First up with softball, they've got their final series at home this weekend at the SDSU Softball Stadium. First is up against, um, they're taking on Fresno State in a three-game series. First pitch is tonight uh, at 6 p.m., Saturday at 6 p.m., and Friday at noon. And on, right across the way for baseball, they've got a three-game series, a big three-game series against San Jose State. Uh, first pitch is tonight at 6 p.m., tomorrow night at 6 p.m., and Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Aztecs, they also play on Monday against BYU, not here in San Diego, not he- not in Utah, but at Lake Elsinore, where the Lake Elsinore Storm play, home of the Padres single-A affiliate, well, low single-A affiliate, um, the Lake Elsinore Storm. And that game will begin at six o'clock. So four games and four games for four games and four days for our baseball team. And you know we're gonna get into our Aztec sports. Um, let's talk about uh, Andrew. What do you want to do first? Uh, let's talk about um, the baseball team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as of right now, they've lost you know two in a row. Uh, lost that series against UNLV. Uh, as you mentioned, they're gonna start. Their uh, series tonight against San Jose, San Jose State. Um, I mean, even though it was tough that they lost that series against UNLV, I think this should be a good matchup uh, for the men's uh, baseball team to uh, get their you know mojo back and get um, everything progressed because their schedule in the next couple of games are gonna be tough. Uh, you know, especially uh, with Fresno State, which they're gonna play over there. Mm-hmm. Up up north, and they also that's, uh, that's going to be a big series. Yeah, it, it is, and they uh, finish up 
their season um series with the uh, New Mexico Lobos. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're thinking about this baseball team. You know what we've been talking about all semester. The accolades they've gotten. You know, I think it's now time where they've got to put it all together. Um, the success that they have, the guys that um should be in should be um producing in the lineup. Guys like Julian Escobedo, Chad Bible. Um, you could even add uh Brian Leanhart and Casey mm-hmm. Schmidt in that mix. And you know, it's all these guys just stringing hits together, but being able to have a strong defense and defense has been kind of one of the things that they've been lacking, um, especially with the errors that they've been committing. And I think mm-hmm. if they can sharpen up the defense, that's gonna, I think, could help their offense out. Yeah, and not to be disencouraged, uh, but their uh, away record it's it's okay, I want to say, but it's a little alarming, especially late in the season. Uh, they're ten. Uh, they had ten wins and nine losses uh, this late in the season. So, um, I'm pretty sure they know that they they um, perform poorly in the road. But I'm pretty sure they're gonna be motivated, you know, against that uh, Fresno State team once they uh, face mm-hmm. them in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I mean, they play very good at home, and I think you know, past. Whatever result, hopefully, it comes with the uh, series victory against the Fresno State Bulldogs. You know, they have that momentum mm-hmm. going, you know, beating uh, New Mexico Lobos and getting to the um, tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to basketball. Where we got some news from the basketball team, starting with the players. Uh, freshman forward Aguica Rope underwent hip surgery this past week, and rehab could take four to six months. And. Mm. And that's going to be um, a little difficult, I think, um, in the early going, especially six months could mean um, November. Uh, right. And as early as he could be ready by September. And so we're going to see how Agueca Rope um, and that um, his recovery comes. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted on that when we come back in the yeah. fall. Um, that's going to be one injury to look at. Um, another thing is assistant coach... Rod Palmer um, has left SDSU to be an assistant coach at his alma mater at UCLA. And Andrew, what do you think about um, the signing for UCLA or even for SDSU, his departure? Um, it's 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 good for him, you know, find other opportunities. But it's a, for our standpoint here at uh, La Mesa, you know, for the basketball team, it's going to be a, you know, a, a the departure that's gonna be missed, but I'm pretty sure um, the basketball team has a, a backup plan in order to uh, fill in that assistant role for Coach Dutcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also um, speaking of Coach Dutcher, he's obviously right now with the off season, um, you know, with the players having finals right now, getting ready for finals. He doesn't have to worry about finals, so he's not just <laughs> sitting at in PB, just sitting on the beach somewhere. He's a uh, He's out recruiting. His coaches are recruiting. There's been a lot of talk uh, in the last couple of days about recruiting because uh, one of San Diego's own products at Michigan Bay High School, um, Raging Ellis, also known as Boogie Ellis, um, remember he committed to Duke mm-hmm. um, uh, back in November, but the other two hats on the table were both North Carolina and San Diego State. Right. But now, I think it was, I think it was yesterday or something like that. I he, think a uh, couple of days ago, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, he uh, wanted to... Rethinking about his decision, wanted to take away 
Duke right now and mm-hmm. think about what where he really wants to go to school. And that can mean San Diego State's back on the table. Yeah, it should be very interesting uh, as the weeks go by, months as well. And I don't know, maybe he goes to North Carolina. Maybe. Or comes here at SDSU. Oh, if he goes to North Carolina, the Duke fans aren't going to like that. <laughs> no, that'll be a... Uh, they'll boo him if whenever he comes up from the yeah. bench or starts. But, uh, I mean, it would be very, very intriguing if um, Boogie Ellis chooses um, mm-hmm. SDSU. Yeah, you know, Boogie Ellis, I think it was a five-star recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he's not the only one that has been linked um, to SDSU over the past couple of weeks. Um, you've got Jaden McDaniels, who we've talked about um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, um, the brother of former Aztec, Jalen McDaniels, approaching the draft. Um, we're going to get to him in a little bit. Um, we, there's some others as well as, um, let's see, who else we got? Jamar Baker. Baker. Um, he's from Cal. Um, Warren Washington, Miles Norris, Yanni Wetzel, um, and Justice Suning. Suning is from Cal. Um, he's part of that Cal team that Aztecs played last December. Mm-hmm. So those are some pretty good um, big names. Um, this was in a tweet looking at it right now um, about these seven players, including Boogie Ellis and Jaden McDaniels, about um, the, who, who the Aztecs could play. And it's going to be a big part is as the summer goes by, it could even be a late signing like Matt Mitchell was mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, signing right before school started in August. Yeah, and, you know, as you mentioned those are big uh, names. Uh, I mean, if you get two, that would be a plus for the uh, mm-hmm. basketball team. If you get like at least or more than more than uh, two, then that's a very good mm-hmm. good sign. That's, I think, yeah, you know, I think they're gonna. They only got two scholarships left right now, so I think they're gonna try and maybe get those two. Mm-hmm. And then if they get a third, then they gotta make some moves. Then yeah, uh, I mean, it just shows the um, Aztec uh, basketball. You know, well. Uh, well run uh, program Mm -hmm. Uh, you know it shows also that you know we're here to compete every single uh, year for the Mountain West Championship Mm -hmm. regular season one and the NCAA tournament Mm -hmm. not just like oh that's it that's our run no we're always um, getting uh, reinforcements Mm -hmm. and two that's going to be without you know what we're used to with Nevada uh, you know, Eric Musselman leaving Nevada, going to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, you now a couple of the returning players deciding to transfer from Nevada, but the Aztecs still have the Aztecs are going to still have to worry about up and coming teams like New Mexico, yeah. UNLV, mm-hmm. and obviously, mm-hmm, yeah. But obviously, the tournament champions in Utah State, who still have Player of the Year Stan Merrill, they still got Nemes Cato, who's going to be a sophomore, and I think. The when the Aztecs play Utah State, it's gonna, that's going to be a big match, especially if we got one of the seven guys that we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk some football now. Uh, football season's just about four months away. Um, the Aztecs, the Aztecs, as well as 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 well as the Mountain West Conference, released some game times and TV networks for the 2019 season. This was back on Wednesday. So there will be four games on CBS Sports Network and three on ESPN Networks. ESPN Networks include ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, or ESPNU. Um, there, one, there, there will be one game be, uh, being played on Friday in the fall. And that's because of TV, and that's going to be the battle for the oil can The when the Aztecs play 
Fresno State here at SDCCU Stadium on Friday, November 15th. That game's going to be aired on ESPN2 um, at 6.30. So a big game there, not not only just for an oil cam, but could be possibly for a West Division t- uh, title to play in the conference championship. Yeah, and then maybe a little bit of revenge, what happened uh, oh, yeah. last season. Last couple at, of years. Yeah. <laughs> not just this year, not just when the Aztecs went to Fresno, but last year, two years ago, when the Aztecs got blown out by Fresno, like 27-3 to or something like that. And that's going to be a big game. ESPN, that's the only Friday game uh, next season for the Aztecs. All other games are going to be on Saturdays. Um, could be subject to change, um, obviously, with the other games that haven't been scheduled yet or talked about. Um, could be on uh, Friday or any other day of the week if if, if need be. Mm-hmm. Um, the four CBS games, um, Utah State at home on September 21st at 7.30 p.m., uh, Wyoming at home on October 12th at 7.30 p.m., and when the Aztecs play at home against BYU on November 30th at 6 p.m. And the road game on CBS Sports Network the Aztecs will play in will be at UNLV in Las Vegas and on October 26th at 7.30. The three ESPN games, um, including Fresno State, uh, is Nevada at home and at Colorado State. Um, Both of those games are still to be determined because of which networks, what times, Mm -hmm. and the other games potentially going on. Those Um, are very good uh, quality uh, teams that are going to be here at the SDCCU mm -hmm. Stadium. And for the road, and look, I know the full schedule, you know, hasn't been sorted out yet, but so far, I mean, looks fine. I want you can yeah. say mm-hmm. the road going to Las Vegas and Colorado State. Yeah, conference opponents wise. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the first couple of non non conference games, um, the first three non conference games are go um, at home against Weber State on the road at UCLA and at New Mexico State and. Those are going to be three really big games. I think you think about yeah. UCLA, obviously, with with them and their program that they had um, a MAC team in, or not a MAC team, a WAC team, a Western Athletic Conference team in New Mexico State in it uh, at New Mexico State on September fourteenth. Um, that game still needs um, is still awaiting kickoff times and TV. Uh, the other two games awaiting. Kickoff and TV times are uh, when the Aztecs head to San Jose State and head to Hawaii. The Hawaii game is, I think, the week before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. November 23rd, and then San Jose State is October 19th. Um, the first two games of the year um, against Weber State on August 31st and at UCLA on September 8th have not been decided by TV uh, nor time. Um, the game against UCLA... Also depends on the Pac-12 network and once they schedule their games. And with the Weaver State game, that game's going to be here at SDCCU Stadium. That game is usually when they have the Sky Show, the annual fireworks show, um, to kick off the season. Um, Usually kickoff is around 5.30, but we'll wait and see with TV and all that. Do you expect um, UCLA to be an adequate average team because i know uh chip kelly is their um head coach and i don't follow much for the ucla you know team but would you expect them to be pretty average or i think so i think you know i think it's gonna 
I think the way you compare it to is when the Aztecs played Arizona State, um, another Pac-12 mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Um, you know, last year it was at home. The year before it was at Arizona State. Um, the Aztecs won both those games, um, and so I think I think that maybe is something you compare it to. I think is when you play Arizona State. You know, the Pac team, the Pac-12 team you've played most recently. Yeah. Um, you know, what other um, are there any other games that stand out to you? Um, when you mentioned the uh, the conference for Weber State, I never heard of that <laughs> conference. I was like, wait, really? Yeah. That one uh, so, um, caught my eye too. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I told you a couple uh, minutes ago, yeah, this looks very packed at home. You know, with Utah State, BYU, mm-hmm. Wyoming, Fresno State, and um, Nevada. Those, all of those are conference uh, games mm-hmm. and those are, are very uh, intriguing as well mm-hmm. I think one thing that I think Aztec fans can breathe about is not playing Boise State this year uh, you know oh, obviously that been fun. <laughs> I know but if you remember two years ago at our place it didn't work out so well yeah I know you know we were able to figure it out <laughs> in Boise something that a lot of other teams yeah, don't, don't. Uh-huh. but yeah, I think it it'll be a little bit breather not playing Boise State. Um, obviously, playing in that Mountain West Conference tournament game, the championship last year, mm-hmm. Ma- Mountain West Conference championship game last year against Fresno State uh, in Boise. You know, so it's one less team you have to worry about. Um, so I think, but I think that's also a sign um, of note on the schedule. Um, anything else you want to talk about as six sports, Andrew? Um, no, I think that's it. Do you want to go, All right. um, uh, yeah. announce uh-huh. re-intro of our mm-hmm. show? Yeah, we're 20 minutes in here on Aztec Sportscast, um, on KCR College Radio, the award-winning sound of state. We've talked about our Aztec sports, including, um, what's coming up this weekend, women's track and field, some baseball, some softball, some rowing. Um, we've also talked about, um, golf. They're playing NCAA regionals starting next week. Um, and yeah. Let's talk about some uh, former Aztec, Xander Shoffley. He got invite to the U.S. Open um, in June, June 13th through 16th at Pebble Beach. Um, mm-hmm. And he, I think Xander's been playing well lately. You looked at the yeah. Masters that he had um, that we talked about last week. And um, You want to talk about Xander, what he's done lately, Andrew? Yeah, he's been playing very good golf. Um, you know, as you mentioned, he played very good at the Masters, you know, obviously came short. Um, I would think he would be in the mix for the um, the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, you have your contenders like Tiger, um, you got Roy, Bill, Baba Watson, mm-hmm. yeah, all those names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think about what he did at the Masters, getting that tie for second place in... I think that's going to just help his momentum. And even, confidence, too. Mm-hmm, yeah, his momentum and confidence is he gets ready for the next major being U.S. Open um, in June. Mm-hmm. Um, looking else at the field right now, um, you've got, obviously, Tiger Woods is in there, like you yeah. said, Phil Mickelson, Roy McIlroy, um, Jason Day's in the mix, Keegan Bradley, um, Patrick Cantley, um, Jason Day, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Ernie Els is in here, um, the South African 
Um, Tony Finnow, Tommy Fleetwood, and Ricky Fowler in here. Sergio Garcia, Billy Horschel, Dustin John Dustin Johnson, Zach Johnson. I don't think they're related though. Um, let's see, Brooks Kopka's in here. Matt Kuchar, um, like we said, Phil and Rory, Francesco Molinari's in here. Um, a really good field, similar to what we saw at the Masters, and mm-hmm. you know this is going to be a great four days to watch of golf, um, similar to what we saw at the Masters. Um, especially what Pebble Beach has offered in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be very spectacular up there, especially with the mm-hmm. location is that. Yeah, any uh, early picks, Andrew? Um, I don't know. I could say Tiger, obviously, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I haven't really paid attention much of the U.S. Open of who's won for the past years, to be honest. Probably maybe like five years ago. If I remember, it was uh, Roy McIlroy won it. I think he won it five years ago or recently. He's the mm-hmm. most recent one I can remember. But uh, I'm going to go with the field. I'm going to go, go with the field. field. Yeah, I'm gonna if go you, with if the you field had to make a one. pick, who would it be? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tiger just because it's very recent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But my pick would be the field. Yeah. I'm going to go with the guy that's who hasn't who hasn't gotten... Pretty much the luck that he hasn't, that he has, ha, ha, hasn't, mm-hmm. um, as of late. And you know, maybe Jordan Spieth could uh, turn things around. And, yeah. I mean, when was the last time he won the major tournament? It's been a while, right? Uh, yeah, it's it, been a while. Yeah, I think I want to say his last one was the PGA yeah, Championship. Mm-hmm. And maybe Jordan Spieth could turn things around and have a weekend where the luck, luck uh, t- uh, comes his way. Mm-hmm. Um, at Pebble Beach, so Jordan Spieth is a prize contender for uh, uh, U.S. Open. Um, you know, you think about this U.S. Open and um, Pebble Beach. Um, what are something you know, especially like Xander's case, for example? How do you think Xander's going to do this um, in the tournament? I think he'll be in there. I think he'll be. Uh, we'll make it to the cut mm-hmm. and play in the weekend. Uh, I think he'll. Probably finish maybe in the top 30 around there, maybe top 20, I would mm-hmm. say. But, uh, I mean, he should be also mentioned as a contender as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to agree with that, too. And um, you think about what Xander's done. Obviously, his roots from San Diego, San Diego, not just San Diego State, but going to school here in San Diego. Uh, you know, and I think that's going to, although he's not playing at Torrey Pines, uh, yeah. it's going to, it's still California. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's still California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's see. What else is there for some golf that, um, you know, obviously you've got uh, Webb Simpson in that mix. Um, Justin Thomas is in there. Uh, Bubba Watson, like we said. How about this? Do you think uh, Fail will be in contention? Because it's been a very, very, very a long, long time. time since he won the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. He, sometimes he's in there and sometimes he's not. It, mm-hmm. And sometimes he has bad luck. I I've, I kind of remember that uh, narrative going on with him that winning the mm-hmm. U.S. Open for 10 plus years. If he can stay within two shots back of the of the leaders um, through the cut and into round three, he's got a good chance. It, pretty much the same thing that Tiger did Leading up to Sunday, mm-hmm. um, if he can, if Phil could do what Tiger did at the Masters and just stay 
with the pack, stay with the lead, pretty much stay, you know, one, two shots back. Phil's going to be in good shape heading into Sunday. And that's what, as you get older, that's what you want is mm-hmm. to you know, emerge on Sunday. And how you play on Sunday, especially being right there, is what you want. I mean, it showed Tiger, you know, we we talked about a couple weeks ago, the collapse of Molinari mm-hmm. being three shots up, hits a pine cone and goes in the water on twice. 16. Yeah, mm-hmm. double bogey twice and in the back nine and, that led Tiger to get in his fifth Masters mm-hmm. and first major since 2009. And, you know, so that's going to be, I think, for Phil, something to watch, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to read some ads on behalf of KCR. We want to thank them. We want to thank our sponsors for um, help letting us do what we do. And that's be on campus radio um, every single day for everyone on behalf of KCR. All right. No plans this weekend? Check out the House of Blues in downtown San Diego for some amazing concerts in one beautiful venue. Make sure to check out our giveaways on kcrlive.com for a chance to win tickets to concerts throughout the semester and stop by Music on the Mesa from noon to 1 on Thursdays for more giveaway opportunities. There's one more Music on the Mesa next week, uh, next week Thursday, May 9th. Make sure to stay connected with us on social media so you don't miss a beat. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and YouTube using the handle at KCR College Radio for weekly news and sports updates, as well as your chance to score free tickets to concerts throughout the semester. All right, we got some NBA playoffs to talk about before we get into baseball. Um, the, the, the Warriors have taken a 2-0 lead, winning on Tuesday at home, um, keeping home field um, as they go to Houston tomorrow. Um, that game will begin on ABC at 5.30 in Texas. Um, and the other Western Conference series, Denver and Portland, they are tied at two, at tied at one. Um, Portland took game two, winning 97-90. to 90. Um, that game was in Denver, and everyone knows how, all the NBA players know how tough it is to win in Denver with elevation. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, um... Philly won last night, and they take a 2-1 series lead. Um, you know, Joel Embiid, I think being healthy is a big part in that series, which we'll get to um, in the Eastern Conference. And in the other side of the Eastern Conference bracket, um, Milwaukee and Boston, that series is tied at one, with Milwaukee stepping up in Game 2 after losing by 32 in Game 1, winning 123-102. Game 3 is tonight. Um, in Milwaukee, or actually, in Boston, in Boston, both of them. Yeah, um, Friday game and Monday, three and four. Friday and Monday, that games will be, uh, in Milwaukee. Game three is tonight on ESPN at five thirty, and game four is Monday on TNT, beginning at four o'clock. And let's first look at this, um, the Warriors series, Warriors and um, Houston. Where where do you see this series going so far, Andrew? <laughs> I'm just going to say it straight out. It's already ruined just because of refs and controversy and all that stuff. But I mean, injuries too. That too. But I mean, you and I uh, will agree that um, Houston would be the team that would challenge them. We know that the Warriors are going to win this series. But at this this point, I feel like it's already already a letdown. Uh, I mean, I think uh, Houston will win uh, game three. Mm-hmm. I think they will probably get their calls <laughs> early on. 
for the uh, Rockets, but I think they'll mm-hmm. win um, game three and mm-hmm. the Warriors will just finish him off after that. How big of a game is this? How big of a game three is this in the series? Uh, well, it should be very big for uh, the Rockets. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they were pretty tight in game one, and then game two was a totally, you know, different story <laughs> from there, but it's it's a big one for uh for the Rockets for sure. Um, I mean, <laughs> it keeps on going the same narrative with James um, Harden. Mm-hmm. Can he show up in the biggest moments? And right now he's not. Mm-hmm. He's going down right now. Mm-hmm. With the injury he had in Game Two, I don't think it's showing up right now. It's more, can he be able to see? He'll be able to see. I think he'll be able to see. I just think that they're just putting it out there just mm-hmm. so like. A toss up for the Warriors, but I'm pretty sure they know that he's gonna play. Yeah, he's gonna play. What do you, in the Warriors' perspective, uh, for the Warriors' perspective, they think it's a sense of urgency. Do you uh, see that? Mm, I don't think so, to be honest. Uh, I know game one, of course, it was very sloppy game for them, you know, gaming up a lot of turno- turnovers mm-hmm. on their side, but maybe a little bit of urgency. I mean, uh, I mean, Kevin Durant still playing out of his mind. Uh, you know, Steph Curry has a little bit of, a little bit banged up. You know, with that ankle and a dislocated, I think finger, finger. he had. Yeah, he practiced uh, Wednesday full yeah. practice. Yeah, and also with uh, Clay Thompson, you know, with his ankles, I believe too. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they'll be fine. I think yeah. they'll be fine overall mm-hmm. in this series, unless you know, Steph Curry, you know is out of the whole entire playoffs yeah. and then of course they're gonna uh-huh. panic but uh I think they'll be they'll mm-hmm. win four one the series. Mm-hmm. You know you think about what the Warriors did last year in that seven game series against the Rockets. They they took the first game in Houston. Mm-hmm. And how much is that remembering what happened then gonna affect tonight? Um I don't think that much honestly. I mean they won game seven there Mm-hmm. Haven't they well, lost yeah, that, game that seven? Mm-hmm. Have they lost game seven? Then Houston yeah. would have been the NBA champions. I don't know. That's over. That's a what if. Yeah, it's a what if. Uh, what if uh, <laughs> scenario that could be another time we can talk about. But uh, I don't think it should be much. Honestly, I mean, I mean, they're the best team right now in the NBA, mm-hmm. and I don't think it should be a cause for concern mm-hmm. for them. Who? If the Warriors, assuming the Warriors win, from what you're saying, the NBA Finals, who's MVP, MVP, uh, Finals MVP? Well, it's got to be Durant, even though be Durant. it should arguably strongly be for uh, Steph Curry or Clay yeah. Thompson. But, you know, the media is going to give it to Durant. Yeah, the media is going to give it to Durant, but I feel like Steph deserves mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. But Curry's not going to say that. No, no, he's not going <laughs> to throw Durant under the bus. No. He, he recruited him to come to the play with yeah. him. <laughs> uh-huh. He's he's going to joke with it, though. And say, yeah, he'll probably can, can you share your MV, NBA Finals yeah, MVP? split it in half you've or You've already got two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Denver-Portland. Uh, pretty much. Per- I think this is going to be a very even matchup. Even mm-hmm. I think it will go even to game seven in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got Portland winning the yeah, series. Portland moving on. Yeah, Portland. I, mm-hmm. uh, I know. Uh, you know they had that. Uh, uh, Denver has that advantage. You know, being at home, but Portland was able to win mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. at Denver for that elevation. And uh, they ha- Portland has two underrated um, uh, guards with uh, C.J. McCullen and um, mm-hmm. Damian Lillard. Lillard. Mm-hmm. And with uh, Denver, I just they only have I, in my opinion, will be only one star. Um, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, other than that, it's just him mm-hmm. and everybody else. Yeah, I think what the 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 Trailblazers, what they're gonna try and do is try and how to um try and get get rid of what Jokic can do. Um, and that's a lot. Um, he can score, he can shoot, he can pass, um, and he can shoot the three. You know, and Terry Stotts and the Trailblazers are gonna find a way to stop all three mm-hmm. of those. But um, and I think what's also a little underrated is the bench that they've got uh, for uh, Portland. Um, uh, Rodney Hood, um, Ennis Cantor getting in a little <laughs> yeah, scrum. Yeah, a little bit in the players' heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that bench might help. The bench is going to help um, Portland, um, especially with you know Lillard and McCollum mm-hmm. out. Game three is tonight on ESPN at seven thirty. Game four is Sunday um, at four o'clock on TNT. Both games, both games three and four are in Portland. All right, let's talk Eastern Conference action where Philly and where the the seventy sixers have a two one lead over the Toronto Raptors and. We were thinking game one last week, Saturday, is like, all right, Toronto's going to take the first couple of games, and then Philly's going to win at home, and this is going to be tied 2-2. Two two, but right now, it's not looking that way. No, I mean, last week, since we had Kyle, he, you know, predicted um, Philly to uh, mm-hmm. take the series, and so far, so good. Even I agree with him saying that Philly uh, will take it over, and I think, yeah, I think Philly will, you know, uh, take it over. I mean, it's just Kawhi and that's it. I mean, yeah, Lowry's still La- Lowry's Lowry's been up and down, up and down. I mean, scored mm-hmm. seven points in yeah. that game, and it's like, dude, come on, yeah, he about. And he's the difference maker. The, see, this is where I was saying how Lowry's been the difference maker for that Toronto team, even though you've got a Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. because it because you think about the duos that we've seen in the playoffs in the past. Jordan had Scottie Pippen. Kobe had Shaq, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kobe even had Pau Gasol even. Yeah. You look mm-hmm. at that too. And in Boston, it was three. Garnett, Garnett Pierce, Pierce Ray Rondo, you know, Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, it took four of them. But, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, especially with a team like Denver when you've only got one star. Yeah, Nikola Jokic, that plays a big part mm-hmm. um, going back to that Denver-Portland series. And... Yeah. You know, with this series, you know, having the five starters that Philly has, mm-hmm. um, with to- adding Tobias Harris at the all star at the break. Yeah, Harris, Butler, Embiid, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, Simmons. Yeah, and as you mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago on in the uh, segment, that Embiid has been very good when he's healthy, mm-hmm. and he's the, been the key factor, you know, in mm-hmm. this whole series, and. Yeah, I think they're gonna mm-hmm. win this series probably four um, one or not four two. I think this game's gonna go six or seven. Really, mm-hmm. six seven. Kawhi's gonna step up because he realized Kyle's not doing that much. Yeah, lack of uh, consistency. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think, too, also a big factor, especially for the 76ers, especially when Embiid is down, I think, is Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Especially what we saw in the series against Brooklyn, how much Jimmy Butler stepped up. All right. Game three for Philly, or game four, actually, is Sunday in Philly um, at 1230 on ABC. So a lot of games going on Sunday. Um, let's head Boston and Milwaukee now. Um, this is, I think, an unpredictable series than what we thought. I'm still going with Boston. I said yeah. last week, I'm still sticking with Boston. Um, you know, I don't know if you were shocked for game one. I wasn't shocked at all no. that Boston, you know, Mm-mm. beat uh, Milwaukee at their mm-hmm. place. But I was surprised a little bit that Boston, you know, wasn't able to carry that momentum that they won in that game one. And yeah. they just played flat. Mm-hmm. You know, Kyrie Irving especially wasn't non-existent mm-hmm. in that game too, and you know it's it's up to him to step it up. Mm-hmm. You know, be consistent in the playoffs instead of showing that performance that he mm-hmm. did in game two, and I think that's the key factor mm-hmm. for Boston having uh, Kyrie Irving being consistent. Yeah, and I think the other thing too with Boston, it's being able to isolate Giannis, mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. you know, with despite him trying to open things up for his teammates, Chris Middleton, um, Brogdon. One of them's hurt, I think. Are they? I think one of them. One of them's hurt. Yeah, one of them's hurt. Yeah. But it's getting the guys around Giannis, Mm -hmm. especially when there's guys defending him, whether it's Al Horford, you know, whoever that may be. Um, And I think this... I think this Boston series is going to go, I want to say six or seven. I yeah, think. I agree too. Six or seven. Mm-hmm. But I think whoever, you know, this is where game three means a lot in yeah. any series. Because mm-hmm. if you could win game three, that gives you an edge to just win two games. Mm-hmm. Because then you're you're down to one. You've got, and not only that, if Boston wins tonight, they still have another game at home to play. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if they win, they pretty much have mm-hmm. an advantage in game uh, three, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, game four. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to move on from the playoffs. Um, you guys know who we're going to, you, you guys know our picks for the finals already. Um, yeah, I have Boston since last semester, they've been saying <laughs> Boston with Golden State. Uh, just a re- little bit of uh, clarification. I did send that I think Boston can beat. Um, Golden State, so I'm still sticking to that. But will they? <laughs> I think so. Boston Slightly. And how, and I think much? barely. Uh, I think it'll go game six. Game six? Game six, yeah. Yeah. I've got the Warriors, let's see, over probably Philly, I want to say. Okay. In like six. I think five's a little early. Yeah. Even though last year went five, but it was yeah. the Cavs. Unless they get very disrupted this gruntled Philly and they start losing it psychologically yeah, uh-huh. and mentally and they mm-hmm. lose in five uh-huh. or get swept. Yeah. One Hamptons five against, well, it used to be a Hamptons five yeah. without, with Boogie Cousins, but <laughs> he's hurt. <laughs> one, one all-star starting in five pretty much to another starting five. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's, we're going to move on from the playoffs now. Um, let's talk NBA draft weekly. Who's going to get a lot of, a lottery pick. I'm going to go with New York Knicks New York? in this one. Yeah, I feel like the Knicks. And they're going to draft um, Zion. Zion. Yeah. yeah. 
I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do the same. Yeah. I don't know about Philly or not Philly, sorry. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. yeah. I mean, they could get it too, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels strange if you want to say it, seeing Zion in, in Phoenix. But I kind of, you know, everybody predicts that's going to be uh, the next getting the pick. Yeah. Unless they really butcher it and they don't select Zion, but they pick John Morant instead. I mean, I that's a good selection too. It is. I mean, going number can shoot. Uh-huh. Um, another pick wouldn't be too bad if you can get uh, R.J. Barrett. Uh-huh. I think the it'll be a bad pick if they select someone yeah. over or under draft and uh-huh. stuff. But I would think you would select Zion since he's the most uh-huh. athletic. Versatile player. Yeah, uh huh. And you know he can shoot a little bit here and there, and if you can develop that, you know, um, range mm-hmm. shot. Yeah, he can be mm-hmm. unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've seen Zion play and how effective he is when he shoots. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, going thirteen of thirteen, I think it was against Virginia or yeah. something like that. You know, and that's not just at the free throw line; that's overall shooting. Mm-hmm. And be that effective and on point is what these teams are looking forward to moving on into, you know, winning more games, Mm -hmm. winning playoffs, and trying to win an NBA championship. Mm -hmm. All right, MVP awards. Let's do this real quick. Uh, MVP. Uh, Giannis. I'm going to have to go Giannis, too. Yeah, Giannis. Uh, Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year, go with Luka. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Luka. I mean, Trey... Finished strong in the regular season, but I think it's going to be yeah. Luka winning this one. Um, five players for All-NBA first team. Uh, for first All-Team, all <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, Steph, uh, Kevin. Um, I want to say I'm going to go with um, Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. this one. Um. Uh, how many? I have three, right? Three. Uh, this one. I'm go with MB. And last one. Go with um. Uh, Clay. Clay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think LeBron deserves it. I don't. But think I can see them. Pit, the the media, media will pit him in yeah. there, but I don't think he'll. Uh-huh. I wouldn't vote for him. For mm-hmm. I've got Steph, Katie. Kawhi, I think Kawhi's yeah, in there. That's a good one. Joel, yeah. mm-hmm. and then Giannis, mm-hmm. All NBA first team. Uh, coach of the year. I'm gonna go with um the Milwaukee's uh coach. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't say his uh, last name. I don't want to butcher it, but his first name is uh Mike. Uh, last name Boldenhoser. If I'm saying oh, correct, Boldenhoser. Boldenhoser. There we go. Mike okay, Boldenhoser. Mike Boldenhoser. Yeah. Yeah, I have him winning it. Yeah, I, I'm going to have him too. I don't think for what he's done, especially with that team, um, you know, getting to where they are, the top mm-hmm. seed in the East, you know, that's, I think, huge, especially for what Milwaukee's done mm-hmm. um, this season. All right, let's move on to free agency. Uh, big free agency class. Um I think really the big question is where's Kawhi and KD gonna go? I think Kawhi is not gonna sign with Toronto. I think mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna go with the Clippers. The Clippers, yeah. 
I think it's going to go with the Clippers. Uh-huh. I mean, I won't be surprised if he goes with the Lakers, but right now it seems like the narrative and reportings is that uh, Kawhi prefers to go to the uh, Clippers. Mm-hmm. And then KD? Uh, KD, uh, I think he's going to go not be with the Warriors <laughs> after this. I think just a gut feeling. I mm-hmm. think he'll probably go, um, could be New York. Um, I don't know, maybe Lakers, Los Angeles, Lakers. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna go with the Knicks. The Knicks, one. yeah, this mm-hmm. this one. Um, yeah. all right. Uh, between Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, or Demarcus Cousins, who's who's gonna be retained from the Warrior? Um, who's gonna stay a Warrior? I think it's gonna be Brad the Bat. It's gonna be uh Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna. Uh, lose your second best shooter in yeah. your team, so you I don't think... want to split the Splash Brothers. In. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be Clay. That uh-huh. should be their. Of mm-hmm. course, obviously they're gonna focus on Durant, but I feel like mm-hmm. the most energy they should focus should be under um, Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like they're gonna try and keep both Draymond and Clay. I could see that, yeah. Uh, I could if there's spec, mm-hmm. you know, the, with the speculation and reportings out uh-huh. there that Durant, you know, is, is going to go, go somewhere else. Somewhere else. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think they, I mean, they're going to find a way to try and get Draymond and Clay. Yeah, and I can see that. With KD gone, maybe they get someone else. You know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I think. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, he won't. No, he, nah, I think Kawhi's Kawhi, not gonna go to Golden State. No, nah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, he'd probably want to, but Bob Myers can say was gonna say, "Sorry, Kawhi, I can't pay you. I can't <laughs> yeah, pay you. I can't pay you. Gotta get my uh-huh. um shooter. Yeah, Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Boogie Cousins? Since he oh. was, you know, um, you know, working very hard. You know, had a Torn Achilles and stuff. Came back, uh, played with the Warriors. Played very good. Yeah. When he was with them, and uh, you know, suffered that injury when he was uh, playing with the against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'll still get a big contract or? I no? think so. Think I so? think. If, you know, I want to say I think you know obviously with Giannis there, but if, if he can, I I don't think he'll go to Milwaukee though. I can see him going to the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, the Knicks for years. Depending what they do this summer, yeah. Yeah, I think I can see him going to the Knicks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think maybe. Do you see Kyrie going to Milwaukee? Nah. No. I I think he either. These are the three teams. I don't know Uh what team he'll be, but three, uh, quote unquote, has been linked probably with. uh, Boston. Boston, um, Knicks, and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he'll go, but I think one of those three he'll All right. land. Mm-hmm. All right. Stay tuned for that free agency when that gets kicked off in July. Yeah, and it should be a very big uh, free agency. It you should. Know, it mm-hmm. is. I mean, you still got Kimba Walker, uh, Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell. Tobias Harris. Harris. as well. Too. I mean, it's a very stacked, loaded uh-huh. free agency. Probably... Since uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's talk some baseball. Um, Albert Pujols um, passed Barry Bonds for third place on the all-time RBIs list when 
RBIs began as a stat in 1920, so Babe Ruth is not a part of that. He would be, but it was after he started his career. So Albert Pujols is third on the all-time RBI list, which he got on Sunday. Um, CC Sabathia received 3,000 strikeouts on Tuesday. And former Aztec Steven Strasburg received uh, or reached 1,500 strikeouts, the fastest anyone has ever done that, in 1,272.1 in- innings. And that's great for especially what this pro- what this baseball program has done and like what we talked about. Mm-hmm, certainly. All right. Since this is our final show, we're going to quickly go through trade deadline. Who's the biggest fish on the, for the trading block? I think it's going to be Madison Bumgarner in this I one. I think so. Yeah. I mean, the Giants have been very – I mean, they've been okay, but as the season goes on, I think they're mm-hmm. going to be in the basement. But I think it would be Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. Big trade. Big bait. Big trade uh, in Bait. the summer. Yeah. I think it's going to be Bumgarner. There were, I saw an article earlier today on MLB.com where they pulled 25 front office executives, and 16 of them had Madison Bumgarner. As their top one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, others from getting some votes. Um, Andrew Elton Simmons on that list. Blake Trinan. Um, Alex Gordon was on that list from the Royals. Um, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, Trevor Bauer, Corey Kluber, despite Kluber on the injured list now. Um, maybe Anthony Rodone is up there. Um, Jose Abreu, even, uh, depending what the White Sox want to do with um, Abreu and mm-hmm. what this season means for the White Sox. Yeah, and another one to keep an eye is uh, the Blue Jays, too, with their mm-hmm. starting rotation with um, Aaron Sanchez and Marcus Stroman. You could have Clayton Richard in that mix, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right, one month in, Andrew. What has surprised you so far? Uh, just very quick, since we only have about nine minutes. I'm going to go with the, the Twins right now. As of right now, they have, they're up three games uh, in first place. Uh, yeah, the Twins have been pretty good so far. Uh I think their best player as of right now, it, uh, position player, or let me start out with uh, the best pitcher, you know, ace in their staff would be um, Jose Berrios. Berrios. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been very good. Uh, has an ERA 2.91 with a FIP of 3.75 and uh strikeout rate of 8.94. And their best uh, position player right now, um, is um Jorge uh, Polanco. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the uh, has a WRC plus of uh, one seventy three. That's very good. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your first impressions of the first month um, of the season? I think what pr- surprises me the most is your team to win the AL East, the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> um, twenty and eleven so far. They're two and a half games up on the Yankees, and everyone else below that, Toronto, Boston, and Baltimore, are at least six out. And I feel like Blake Snell, um, as well as what they're doing with the opener, has worked, mm-hmm. um, especially when they picked up Charlie Morton. And especially, well. um, I forgot his name, but it was uh, Tyler uh, Glass. Tyler Glasnow. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's bounced back mm-hmm. tremendously. Yeah, he was part of the Chris Archer trade. Yeah, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure the Pittsburgh Pirates are kicking their oh. uh, heads right now yeah, doing that trade. <laughs> so he's been a very su- good surprise as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, another surprise I think has been the Padres. Uh, 
but throughout baseball, we had to go with outside of the Padres. We know mm-hmm. the Padres, they've been playing some great baseball. They finally got, they finally won a game where Kirby Yates didn't have to come in for the save. I know. Uh, winning 11-2 to yesterday, um, getting back-to-back five-run five innings for the first time since 2000. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh-huh. Um, some trains, actions. Fernando Tatis injured his hamstring. This was on Sunday in the extra innings loss in, uh, against the Nationals. He was placed on the 10-day injured list. Um, Phil Maton was recalled from AAA El Paso. This was on Tuesday. And then the next day, um, Cal Quantrill was added to the Major League roster to make his debut. Miguel Diaz was moved to the 60-day deal, and Phil Maton was optioned. Back to Triple A Paso on Wednesday, and then today the Padres um, called up Alex Dickerson, the Poway High School product. Mm-hmm. Poway or is it Rancho Bernardo? It, it's Poway. Poway, yeah, yeah, the Poway High School product um, with several, um, including um, optioning Luis Perdomo to Triple A, um, transferring Brett Kennedy um, to the 68 ADL, which opens up the 40 man roster spot for Alex Dickerson and. How much is this left-handed bat going to help out this team? Yeah, with um, Franchi Cordero still, you know, no any updates on him and his injury. And he was the only um, left bat Mm -hmm. in the outfield. So I can understand this move. And hopefully, you know, their concern has been pretty pretty much putting good numbers in AAA. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... You know, hopefully he can make a mm-hmm. start maybe tomorrow or Sunday and see yeah, how he does. Part of, I think it was 12-game winning streak and winning 17 out of 18 for the El Paso Chihuahuas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about Kyle Quantrill's uh, Major League debut on Wednesday? Uh, he was very solid. Uh, what surprised me that his um, fastball was had late movement, mm-hmm. touching a couple times, 96 and plus. And then that changeup. Uh-huh, that was very good. And... Uh, I heard over the radio that he's not throwing his um, curveball Curve that ball. much no yeah. more. He's throwing more of the slider. So that's also a key mm-hmm. component of his uh, start that he made um, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was impressed with his start- starting. This is the second time that we've seen a pop-up start. Um, obviously, we saw Pedro Avila um, earlier in the year. And that, that speaks to the Padres' depth that they've had at pitching. Um, obviously, with Margavich's, Nick Margavich's, you know, not being a top thirty prospect, obviously the 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 emergence the of hot, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Paddock, Chris Paddock, yep. Um, as well as what we've seen from Matt Strom lately, who pitched yeah six strong innings yesterday. Uh, yesterday, and you know, was that only at sixty one pitches when he entered about sixty pitches when he entered the sixth inning, and Matt Strom's just been starting to feel it. Um, although he. Although it felt like a panic after his first start, I think he's really starting to really get in a groove, getting mm-hmm. to a consistent kind of schedule now, being as a, a starter. As a starter, mm-hmm. um, Padres had a winning record for the first time, or a winning record at the end of April uh, since 2010, um, when they were at 17 and 13. Um, and Kirby Yates was National League Reliever of the Month for April. He um, was MLB record 14 saves through the month of April, MLB leader with 14 saves, a .56 ERA, and 16 appearances, um, only <laughs> yeah. giving up 11 hits and 5 walks with a one flat whip with 25 Ks. 
Yeah, that's a lot of, a lot of appearances for mm-hmm. Kirby Yates early in the season. Yeah, and offense we really saw start to heat up, and hopefully that can heat up even in this series against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Sold out all three yeah, games. Yeah, all three games sold uh-huh. out. Andrew, you going to any one of those games? Nah, no. I won't be able to go. I'm going to try and go on Sunday. Um, Nick Margalich is pitching Sunday. Um, Joy Lucchese tomorrow going against Rich Hill. And tonight, Clayton Kershaw takes on Eric Lauer. All three games, like I said, are sold out. Um, and what's going to what's gonna be... Uh, f- what are the Padres going to be like this summer? Uh, in the summer... I think they're going to be a little bit fatigued since they have a very young rotation. And mm-hmm. I still think they're going to win 78 uh, wins, mm-hmm. I believe I said. But uh, I think they'll still be in the contention. But if they're a, maybe a game or two behind the wild card, which I think realistically they can mm-hmm. get, I think they'll make a trade mm-hmm. in the deadline. All right. We want to thank all of you for tuning in to Asset Sportscast. This whole semester, not just today, um, like we said earlier in the show, this is our semester finale of Aztec Sportscast. Um, I want to thank Andrew for coming on, uh, being my co-host this whole, really this whole year. Yeah. Uh, we've talked a lot this whole semester, Aztecs beating Nevada, not once, but twice. twice. Um, mm-hmm. um, even Jalen McDaniels, his decision to leave for, uh, decision to leave SDSU, entered the NBA draft, he's Still predicted to be a late first rounder, if not early second rounder. Um, we've talked baseball getting that big win over sixth ranked Oregon State, tying the highest win against a nationally ranked team in program history. We talked about uh, right handed pitcher junior Adrian Marduena receiving National Player of the Week honors. Um, women's lacrosse, we didn't mention this, but they won back to back Mountain Pacific Sports Federation uh, championships back on Sunday. Uh, we talked about signing of Manny Machado, Tiger Woods winning the uh, Masters, Masters. Um, Mariano Rivera, unanimous Hall of Fame, and you know March Madness. So we want to thank all of you guys for tuning in this semester of Aztec Sportscast, and we hope you guys tune in next semester. 